Welcome to the Top 5 of Death, a weekly podcast where the hosts deliver a top 5 list on a given topic. After each episode, the lists go up on the top5ofdeath.com website, where the listeners vote for the list they agree with the most. The winner with the most votes writes deaths on how the other co-hosts die, using subject matter from the previous episode. Listen and die. DJ, she was a uh, like there was oral sex going on, bro. I love the Ku Klux Klan, but I hate women. BWK. You guys are effing me. My name is Madam here, just pounding out. Oliver Walters is my fifth. Jeff will never not be here. <laughs> I just ate a pickle, so I can't remember anything. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top Five of Death. Uh, I forgot that Fro was supposed to start this episode, but, yeah, I, you started, did. You but s- I started it because I'm here. Bitch. I totally fucked it you up. You started, you'll finish it. That's right. Yeah, hey, you asshole. That voice that you've never heard before is uh, a guest here, uh, a good guest. I don't say that about everyone. <laughs> But um, he didn't say that on my first time on the show. Absolutely not. No, I, knew, no. I knew you were going to be horseshit, but I have confidence in this person. Do you it think is, that you've gotten better over the, oh, the many months? Yeah, yes. What? <laughs> yeah, you were fucking garbage at, at first. What are you talking about? I was great. Yeah, sure, if you want to think that. But uh, Matthew Vincenti, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Hey. He is... Uh, bizarro Matt. He's Bizarro me. Yep. We, we, uh, we've talked about this on... Uh, what's goofing? So, uh, so for the Patreon subscribers, yeah, subscribe and you can get a hold of that. But me and Matt bicker about everything because we are no, we don't. Yeah, even right then and there, <laughs> because we are very much into every. We're into similar umbrellas of things, but <laughs> opposite choices in both umbrellas. We're, and we're both equally as opinionated assholes, I would say. Yeah, yep. I guess we do share that. I'm right, he's wrong. We're the original odd couple. <laughs> I'm right. Mime right. Mr. Mr. Mime right. Oh, you're going to call me on that? Fine. I'll pick apart every <laughs> goddamn thing you say all, all episode. I can't wait. It's been, we have not been on an episode since Top 5 Comebacks. Oh, really? That's been a long time. Yeah, it was. So this is the Top 5 Comeback right here. It's not all of us still. Not all of us still? Or is it still not all of us? I don't know if it's Shut up. Wrong. <laughs> All well, right. this is going to be a fun one, huh? Yeah, it will be. Um, speaking of fun ones, we don't have any deaths because BWK didn't give us any. And then DJ came in second place, and he didn't give us any for top five chick flicks. And I wasn't on the episode, so I'm Fro not going to wasn't there. Shit. And I'm not going to give no third place deaths. Okay? Here's my death for third place. DJ and BWK died while kissing. I think we can all imagine what BWK's deaths would be like anyways. Right. You're, you're usually pretty good. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, you know. I'm, I'm probably the, the biggest BWK fan, I You would are? Say. Yeah. Why aren't you my fan? I'm We're not, friends. I'm, I'm your friend on the well, show. Well, I'm a listener for you, but I'm a fan <laughs> for BWK. You're a cock. Hey, he listens to the show. That's pretty good. <laughs> he does. That's how... Long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> that is. A lot of times... If it, So... This week we're doing top five comic book story arcs that we would like to see made into films. I'm not going to be able to write that whole thing for the title of the episode online, but... You can also just change it to comics if we want to see change it to film. That's still pretty long. Yeah. Not really. Comic book adaptations. I think the cat's going to puke. No. But comic book adaptations sounds like it's stuff that's already been done. Right. See? Yeah. And it's it's more than just... I think we did specific storylines versus just like, nope. hey, I want a Superman movie. I didn't do storylines. Right. Um, well, you suck. <laughs> The, Nobody uh, said story arcs. This isn't the fucking thing I came up with. <laughs> Shut up. I said just comics we'd like to see adapted, adapted, 
I did it myself, so don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> Adapted into TV or film. Oh. She's going to puke. Oh, she better not. She's not going to puke. She's going to puke. Okay. She's not making the puke face. Gonna, She's really happy there. She's going to puke. That's the last place. That, you may be nervous. Fro, uh, is the gear puke. warm? I got, I got it. All right. No. I Okay. Fro's going to move the cat. I'm going to get the play-by-play. Fro gets up, grabs the cat. Cat is upset. <laughs> Fro was just talking about how the cat was going to throw up. He's whirling her around for no reason because he's a bad person. Get a spiker. Jesus Christ. That is what? Animal she was good. abuse. It was not animal abuse. Somebody call the cops. Come here, cat. Uh, I beat the pussy like there's no... <laughs> It's the closest he's gotten to a pussy in years. <laughs> She's in my room all the time. What is happening? What do you mean? <laughs> They've gone off the rails already. Jesus. Uh, anyway, so Matt, <laughs> Matt, a little bit more about Matt Vincenti. Uh, known Matt Vincenti for years. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, a long time. We used to, uh, very, very bromantic gay thing we used to do. Yeah. We would meet up specifically to watch Smallville together. And fuck each other after. Well, sometimes. What else do you do after you watch an episode of Smallville? But I would literally drive to his... This is like on weeknights. And just me and him, we would buy comic books and then watch Smallville. <laughs> and really? Guys, when you put it that way. Yeah, it's pretty lame. <laughs> do you guys like Smallville? Yes. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. There were, you know, there were good parts and bad parts, but I think overall it was... I've never seen it. You know I hate Superman, so I, I don't know if I'll be it, into it. You know what's funny is... Uh, when I got back into comics, uh, it was Matt Vincenti had a big, big part of that. We, used to, we used to go see uh, Glenn. Yep, Glenn over at the Androids Dungeon. <laughs> no, the Comic Book Palace. Right. Hey, there's a <laughs> documentary about it. Wait, what's it called? I don't know, but I, I do want to watch it. That sounds interesting. There's a specific documentary made about the comic book shop we used to go in Haverhill with this guy, Glenn. And he literally is comic book guy. <laughs> oh, I bet. Oh, very much so. But... um. Yeah, but other than that, he's uh, Matt Pinsetti is my uh, anti me, and he's wrong, and I hate him. I'm glad to be on the show. Hey, <laughs> uh, so let's get this party started. It's called the, the movie is called The Comic Book Palace. Is it? So it's named after the shop. Yep. Yeah, we're pl- like we're plugging something. Uh, go check out the Comic Book Palace. Best documentary feature at the Los Angeles Film and Script Festival in 2013. That's a pretty big accolade, I think. Best documentary feature at the Massachusetts Independent Film Festival oh, and best that? editing at the Massachusetts Independent Film hey, Festival. What do we know, right? Dragon, pff, we're not making no films. Not a thing. Uh, we're not <laughs> a We ain't making no film. Uh, but that's what we're going to do. So, Fro, explain the topic because this is kind of your idea. Yeah. So, I mean, all these shows were coming out. All the movies are popping up. And I got excited. I was like, you know what? I really would love to see uh-uh, as this. You know what we should do? We should do an episode about all the things that we'd like to see turned into either a movie or TV show. I almost can't believe you haven't done this topic already. Well, most of the people on the show don't like comic books. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, they claim to, but they really don't. Yeah, it's really me and Matt. Uh, Matty two times. That's me. It's my gamer tag. Add me on Xbox One. Matty two times. Put some Overwatch. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's really just me and him for the most part. So it's like we got to find a time where nobody else is available, all and that's th- when we're going to do these. All three of the other people. Oh, by the way, we didn't even talk about Jeff. He's also not here. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the same place as those two. They're all. They all went to a wedding that f- neither Fro or I were invited to. Yeah, Lane. Yeah, Lane. Well, do you think you guys are good wedding guests? I'm a Ab- great wedding guest. Absolutely. Yeah. I tore my groin at the last wedding I went to. Right. Tore it right. Dancing in half. up a storm. I was cutting the rug. Yeah. Cutting it up. 
I, I feel like you do probably clean up well. Hey, you know what we should have do. done? We should have organized a clan of armored knights to Storm Lane's wedding. I thought you were going to say a different type of clan. Well, I can't say clan without referring to the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, I love it. It's its own word, goddammit. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, it's not like you said it with I a really K. hoped that the episode I would be on would not mention them, but I guess <laughs> that's... No more. This is a... From now on, we will mention them at least once per episode. <laughs> well, I mean, it's in the intro. Oh, it is. So I guess we do it already. <laughs> we should probably change that. I hope the Grand Wizard's <laughs> listening. Hey, you think we might be able to get a member of the Ku Klux Klan on the phone? Oh, my God. Why aren't we doing things like this? Oh, that's right, because BWK hates fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll see if I can get the Grand Wizard's Hey, number. if anyone out there can get me a phone number of a bona fide clan member so Jeez. I can call him on the show, I will do that. Jesus Christ. Imagine. <laughs> I would probably actually have a panic attack if we did. That'd be so fucking funny. We could ask him, like, the top five something. <laughs> you know? Top five things you always wanted to ask a clan member but were afraid to. <laughs> Top five things you hate besides black people. Right. Oh. Like Jews. <laughs> like right. I, I guess I should have known. Those. <laughs> right. We should. Oh, top five thing. <laughs> top five things the clans hate that aren't human beings. <laughs> that would be a good oh one. Oh my god. There have to be something, right? It's gonna be monkeys. Yeah, it's something. Non biological <laughs> entities. <laughs> it's like triangles, taxes, <laughs> triangles. <laughs> Number one, taxes. Uh, Texas. Uh, no, they love Texas. Love yeah, it. I'm going to Texas in two weeks. Uh, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> That's something I was actually uh, expressing what? to my girlfriend. No, Where? Texas is really awesome, actually. I've never been. Very funny. I'll let you know how it is. Yeah, please. Uh, anyway, so Fro, go uh, way off, way off the rails. We're literally talking about Texas in the Klan. <laughs> um, we wanted to be talking about comic books. This is going to be the longest episode with just three people. Probably. All right, Fro, what the hell? You got a freaking... I got a setup, okay? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Leave me be. Leave me be. Anyways, what? Am I going first? Oh, man. This is going to be a long episode. What? You didn't say. You just said throw. Yeah, go. Go. Thanks, uh, Matt Pizarro guy there. What's your Anyways. Ga- what's your gamer tag, Matt Vincenti? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I own a PlayStation 4, um, but own zero games for it. Because I was like, oh, PlayStation 4. I got to have the new PlayStation, right? And then I just didn't buy any games. Aaron, can I? Hey, do you use it? I, I watch Blu-rays on it. What if you got something else for your Blu-ray player? Um, well, okay. <laughs> Do you want my PlayStation 4? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Uh, we'll talk. All right. Sweet. Hmm. Interesting. Anyways, so my number four comic that I want to see turn into either TV or movie is Saga. Such a good one. Oh, we should point something out. Um, that Now that you mentioned that. Um, so traditionally... Fro is very much a indie comic person. I mm. like indie comics, but it's not my forte. I'm very much a Marvel person. Mm. Uh, I like DC, but it's not my forte. But Matt is a DC person. Yeah. So that's kind of the dynamic we got going on for this week's episode, which I think is actually pretty cool. So uh, continue on, Fro. <clears throat> I'll lay it on you. Fro, this is a great pick. Thank you. This is in my honorable mentions. I have uh, it. I haven't read it. Do you read? You the, gotta read it. Do you read the least the most recent issue? No, I'm. Oh, I man. usually uh, just kind of stick with the graphic novels. You're a so. trade waiter, huh? I'm a trade waiter. Trade waiter. <laughs> trade waiter. <laughs> huh, interesting. I am a trade waiter yeah. actually. Oh, you're Comics missing out, man. Comics are too expensive man. to buy. There, yeah, I, I I agree, but this book, like, I can't wait. I need to know right. what's gonna happen. This book is so good. Yeah, I uh, I work at a comic book shop or weed sock. A store. weed sock store, yeah. And um. I usually just kind of power through the graphic novels while I'm on my like small lunch break because I can't actually get access to the comics usually. You can't afford it. <clears throat> I can't afford it. Working at the weed sock store. Right. I'm spending my money on too many different different color variations of weed socks to uh, 
purchase graphic novels and comics. But anyways, uh, Saga is on my list. Uh, this has been talked about for a long time with comic book fans of getting made into something, but supposedly <coughs> uh, Brian K. Vaughn, the writer, wrote this and the artwork is made so they can never film it, supposedly. Going to give Fiona Staples credit. Right. Thank you, Fiona Staples. Her art is incredible. Uh, I do really like her art. <coughs> she does uh, Archie, I think, right now, too. She she only did the first like four or five issues oh. of the Archie book. Yeah. Get on it, Fiona. Anyways. <laughs> She's busy doing Saga. Do you want yeah. her to do Archie? Or do you want her to do Saga? <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, supposedly it's made so it's co- completely unfilmable. Uh, the story is fucking incredible. It's, they call it a space opera. Um, I kind of view the dialogue in that uh, book to be very... Hold on. What? It can't be a space opera. Why not? Because op- there's no music? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. That's what they fucking said on Wikipedia. That's what Wikipedia it. says. It must be idiots. true. Yeah, it's like I, I've heard a lot of people say that it's very Star Wars esque, but there's way more cock and balls than Star Wars ever has. That, <laughs> right, that's fine. I just wouldn't call it an the, opera. The cover of the first issue is someone breastfeeding and like <laughs> sucking on it. Aww. Breastfeeding, and the first panel is, "Am I shitting? Am I shitting? <laughs> oh my god, I think I'm shitting." It's her giving birth. And there's the one issue where it starts off where there's a giant and he's got these huge testicles and it's like a a splash page of a giant with huge balls. (laughs) (laughs) What? You got to read this, Matt. Matt, it's so good. Apparently. I I view the dialogue in this as very Judd Apatow-like because it sounds so real with how they talk to each other. Yeah. Uh, So it's just like, it's as of us shooting the shit, but one of you has horns, the other's flying, and I have a TV for a fucking head. Yeah, which you do. Yes, I do. Um, but the story is fucking incredible. It follows uh, these two. I my fucking brain is fried right now. I can't think of their names. I'm sure Matt knows <laughs> oh. off the top of his head. Yeah, Alana and Marco. Thank you. <laughs> you remember shit like that so much easier than me. Um, but it's them on this, uh, you know, pretty much this big, huge adventure uh, because they had a child. They are of two different species, and it's pretty much against the law slash, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's frowned upon for these two to be uh, with each other because they've been at war for so long. <clears throat> and they have a baby with each other. And essentially, uh, they people find out, they're, like Republic find out, that this uh, baby is a halfling. And they're trying to pretty much track it down and uh, persecute and blah, 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 blah. True story. True story. <laughs> These are all based on true stories. Yeah, but it's it's very crazy epic. So I think all uh, of all of my picks are based on true stories. <laughs> uh, I, think I only read true novels of comic books. True. Uh, <laughs> I think this would be better made into a TV show because of how big and epic it is. Uh, I think it the the comic uh, leaves on a lot of cliffhanger cliffhangers, uh, which I think is perfect for TV because suspense is fucking incredible for yeah. stuff like that. Uh, and this show uh, would do that so much because just so many twists and turns throughout the whole what the comic. Twist. What the twist? It definitely would not be uh, directed by Sh- uh, Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> Shamalama Ding Dong. Uh, you got to read this uh, Whip, big time. Yep. I'm actually surprised that you haven't read it. I do have it. I haven't read it. Yeah. I, I, I think it's it, what is, it's like the second most popular independent comic behind The Walking Dead. I believe probably. So, I, I've I've never heard a bad thing about it. Yeah. I, uh, when I started reading it, I was like, okay, meh. I, I couldn't do it. <clears throat> I couldn't get past like a certain part. And then uh, I got a damaged copy at my work, and I was like, okay, I'll read this on the bus. I got past that part, and I was like, 
oh my god <gasps> balls right i was like this is fucking incredible like my, my mind was blown and as soon as i like read through that first i like at work i just fucking plowed through the rest of it I was like i had to keep reading um and just so much crazy shit goes down i don't really want to go too far into it uh because you haven't seen it uh sorry read it <clears throat> um but it's fucking incredible uh and it definitely gets all the hype that it deserves um yeah cool uh, Matt, read Saga. I will eventually. Please do me a favor and I'm read currently it. trying to read through the entire collection of the Ultimates from beginning to f- end. No, don't even do that. Punisher Max. So good. Oh, Punisher Max is so yeah. good. Um, Move away from Marvel for a little new, bit. The new Punisher book right now is really good. Is it? I heard it was good. It's so good. Becky Cloonan. Yeah, Becky Cloonan's writing it. And, She's my, the one. and my boy, Steve Dillon, doing the artwork. He's the Punisher artist. So, yeah. I, I love it. Okay. Matt, get away from Marvel for a little bit. Okay, I am with my first pick. <laughs> um, so my first pick is based on just a one-off graphic novel, and it is of my one of two favorite characters. And I, I think this would be a cool movie if they ever did it, uh, and that is the book Joker. Huh. But the Brian Azarella book. Yes. I think it. If, so it's a story about the Joker. It's all about the Joker, but it's told from the perspective of a, essentially a crony. And it's really cool. Uh, the whole concept of the story is... Uh, real quick, is this the one where the cover is... It's just the Joker's it's mouth? It's like his mouth, yeah. yeah. I actually have not read this yet. It's very, very cool. And the, the team... So it's Azarello and Lee Bermejo did that book. Yeah. Um, and they previously did a Lex Luthor... Like a Lex Luthor Man of Steel book that was also really, really good. Oh, so really? if you like that Joker book, the Lex Luthor I would check that out. Um, so like I said, it's told from the perspective of like a, uh, a lackey or a crony. And the story is... This guy is just trying, you know, just like any other person like that, trying to score big and, you know, be set for life, yada, yada, yada. So he, he decides to roll with, uh, the, with, Joker. with the Joker. And it, it's told from his, his perspective. And it's just like things that he did not want to sign up for. And he, the Joker is just too violent and insane. And it's, in, it's just craziness told huh. from the perspective of like a fly on the wall. That's crazy. It's really, really cool. And it's wicked violent. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Yeah, he's that writer does violence real well. Yeah. What else has he done? I know the name. Hundred Bullets, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually haven't read that yet either. The um, there's like one line from that whole uh, that book that I love, and someone comes in and he and uh, one of the cronies like ap- apologizes for like his appearance or something like that, and the Joker just like he's like all like fanatical throughout the entire thing. This is one more where like. He grabs a guy like in like a very serious tone. He's just like, "Don't ever apologize for the way you look." And it's just fucking. I don't know. It's really really cool. Um, and Harley Quinn's in it. She's looking good. Yeah, Harley Quinn looking good in that book. <laughs> <laughs> and she's okay. A little, she's a stripper. Uh, Damn. She um. So she's a, she's working as a stripper in this place, and the Joker escapes, and he goes there for the first time. And there's a guy in there, and uh, Harley Quinn sees the Joker, and then takes this other guy back for a private dance and then brings him back out and she has uh, removed all the skin from his body. So she's not a psychiatrist. Speaking of stripping. Yeah. <laughs> hey But uh, the arts, the artwork's really awesome. I, we, for, we went, right? We went and recently saw The Killing Joke, the animated one. Correct, Amundo. And I'm sorry that I didn't go with you guys that night. I'm oh yeah, you still, bailed. I you bailed the last minute, but I did end up watching it, and I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> so it's, bad. It's probably good that you bailed then. Yeah, it was so bad. So that was a bit of a gripe with that. They advertise this animated film as like it's a first rated R animated, you know, DC film or whatever. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna be great. Why it did not need to be R? It was so light 
on yeah. how violent it could have been. And I hated that. Uh, this book, if they ever made this into a movie, like it doesn't have any choice but to be that violent. Hard R, yeah. Yeah. Live so, action, animated. I would like to see it live action. Um, because I just, With Jared Leto? I like Jared Leto as yeah. a Joker. No, um, I didn't. he was fine. I, I would take him. I would take uh, I would take a new Joker potentially if they were good. Zach Efron. Sure, why not? <laughs> Everyone laughed when Heath Ledger was called the Joker, and yeah, look what no, happened with yeah, him. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Zach Efron go fucking nuts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He'd lose his shit. <laughs> but yeah, that's my number five is uh, Joker. Matt Vincenti for your big top five of death debut number five here we go sure is on i'm not even now i'm like thinking about my number five and i don't know if it's good (laughs) enough (laughs) i hope it's peanuts it's (laughs) Uh, i saw this one uh uh, sunday funnies have uh, have you guys ever heard of charlie brad um the family circus (laughs) man i hate the family circus oh so my okay number five is it's called the great darkness saga I've never even heard of it. It is a Legion of Superheroes story. No, okay. From the early 80s. Wow. Fro, he's, got a, he's got a deep cut. This is a deep cut. <laughs> I that's, know the Legion of Superheroes, but I don't. That's why it's gonna... number five. So Legion of Superheroes is a group of superheroes in uh, a thousand years into the future. So in the 30th century and now the 31st century. This is DC, correct? DC, yeah. Okay. They were inspired by Superboy um, to become superheroes. They like saw history of Superboy. And so they're all teenage superheroes. Yes, you have a question. I do. I raise my hand because I yeah. don't want to interrupt you. <laughs> is this no? This uh, this isn't Legends of Tomorrow. No, the show. It's not different. Uh, different. Okay. Yeah. Um. So they're in the 30th century, and the kind of the the cool thing about this story is the the main villain is Darkseid, and so he had been a villain for the Justice League and in Kirby's New World, and, and you know in the standard DC comics of the time. Yeah. And then to have him show up. A thousand years in the future is still a threat and a bigger threat than ever. And he takes out, you know, the whole, you know, the Legion. Legion of Superheroes has like dozens of members. It's not like five or six people. There's like yeah. 30 members of the the team. And every member that's ever been a Legionnaire shows up. Um, and it's a classic uh, by Paul. Uh, I think it's Paul Levitz and Keith Giffen on art. It's, it's a great, great uh, early 80s. If you can... Get past the eighties dialogue. It's an awesome, <laughs> awesome book. What is that? Crystal Pepsi? <laughs> no. You know, like like I feel like Rad. in the eighties comics they they spoke differently than they do now. Um they like describe things that are going on in weird ways and they have the thought bubbles more and like, Oh yeah. I can't believe that this is happening right now. Kind of <laughs> Very like obvious I hope, like, exploration. I hope, I hope Steve doesn't know that I'm <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bart. And and they uh, you know, and th- I think the Legion of Superheroes, because they came out from the fifties, they can seem kind of cheesy. Like the heroes are named Lightning Lad and <laughs> Saturn Girl, but uh, I, I think love those. There, it's I think it's my favorite superhero team. Great Darkness Saga, number five. Wow, huh. I'll have to check it out. I love eighties comics. Yeah, I do. Are any of them prominent right now? Any of these characters? Dark Side, just the villain, just, just him. Yeah, huh. it would actually be pretty cool to see Dark Side interacting with these characters yeah. that aren't. Batman, Superman, exactly. you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, when they did the new 52 reboot, they didn't really do a lot with the Legion. They did like a Legion Lost thing, and um, I don't even think there is a Legion book currently. So No, there's definitely not. But they were. there was one episode of Smallville with <gasps> the Legion of Superheroes. It was just, I think it was just Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, and Saturn Girl, and they hinted at it in Supergirl last season, so maybe we'll see them on Supergirl. Hmm. Or maybe Legends of Smile because they're traveling through time anyway. I know... Is that really what the show's about? Tra- uh, time travel? Yes. Huh, I didn't know that. Uh, great, you spoiled it. Now I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> Spoilers. Uh, I only know of Lightning Lad. 
Lightning Lad. Not Cosmic Boy or Ultra Boy or Timberwolf or Karate Kid. Timberwolf's from... Uh, Whoa, I know the Karate Kid. <laughs> they actually had Ralph the, Macchio. They had the li- Wait a second. <laughs> Macchio. <laughs> they had to license the name from DC for that movie. Oh, that's really interesting. Yep. Weird. <laughs> I need to learn karate. Did, uh, <laughs> favorite line of that whole movie. <laughs> he friggin' he gets beat up, his mom pulls up, and he's he's throwing his bike in the dumpster, and he's all upset, and she comes out, she's like, what's wrong? And he's just like, <gasps> I need to learn karate. <laughs> it's the fucking best. <laughs> all right, fro number four. All right, Legion of Superheroes. All right. All right. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I just peeked the mic. Now I'm embarrassed. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, Matt Vincenti beforehand was like, what should my catchphrase be? Oh, I should go, fuck you. I was like, yeah, good one. (laughs) Uh, My number four is, uh, it's from Vertigo. It is Alan Moore's top ten. Oh, man, that's also a really great pick. Thank you. Thank you. I tried not to pick any Alan Moore stuff because he hates having his stuff adapted. Yeah, well, guess what? Fuck you, Alan Moore. Don't ever say that. Why? Because he's the man. Yeah, well, fuck him for being a weird fucking he's a weird hermit. Dude. No, he's not a hermit. He looks like one. He, lo- he just looks like it. He definitely looks like one. Because there's there's a couple of Superman stories that he's done that I one of them has been adapted into a Justice League cartoon, but the other one hasn't. And I was gonna pick it, but I was like, no, Alan Moore would be pissed at me, so I never want to piss him off. Well, I'm fine with it because I was saying some really controversial stuff during. Uh, What's goofing? So wait a second. If Alan Moore comes from me. That's probably the least of my worries right no, now. No, he's a magician. So hold on. <laughs> you hate Superman, but you like Top Ten. I feel like yes. Alan Moore loves old school Superman, and yeah, but Superman's not in this. No, but it's inspired. But this is way grittier. And Superman has been gritty. Okay, ladies. No. All right. Anyway, Superman's not that gritty. What's explain for Matt what cut. Top Ten is? Because Top he does Ten not know. pretty much I follows don't. the day to day of this police. Uh, precinct the squad uh everybody in the world everybody has superpowers uh kids men women criminals heroes pets everything has superpowers and this pretty much follows the day-to-day life of this police station of these uh super powered cops uh and it just kind of follows them and yada 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 uh, some of the characters in it are fucking great you have oh, i don't remember the fucking names of oh, anybody man. That's why I got all the shit set up. You got a uh, good. Shut up, man. You okay. got Dust Devil, <laughs> who's the techno cowboy. He's pretty much like a fucking cyborg cowboy. Techno cowboy. Yeah, he's old. You got Shockheaded Pete. He's got uh, kind of fucking electricity. He's got. He's racist towards the robots that live there, so he tries to so bust their ass. Yeah. Uh, you got Sergeant Kemlo Hyperdog. He's a uh, dog. He's the fucking uh, pincher. He's the uh, police chief. Pretty fucking awesome looking. He's got like a robot. There's King Peacock and yada yada. You got all these things, and it's very uh, it's got a very classic uh approach to it. Um, yep. All these characters, <clears throat> but yeah, it pretty much just follows the like drug riddled world with all these superheroes and uh, all these just people dealing whatnot. Come also, on. something Matt, I think you should you'd probably be into. Stop telling me what to do. No. Okay. I'm your father. Wow, that's weird. <laughs> Explains my low nipples. <laughs> They are pretty low. Not as low as your old man, though. Hey, thanks, Pop. No problem there, kiddo. <laughs> thanks, Pops. I don't know. I think it would be very interesting to see on TV. It's pretty much all I view is law and order, but with superpowers. Everyone has superpowers. Right. Ding, 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 ding. But if everyone is special, no one is. That's true. That's what makes it awesome is that, you know, everybody. So is this kind of, this isn't like powers? 
I I haven't read Powers. Powers, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I thought you were the indie comic guy. Uh, There's a lot of fucking indie comics, okay? Powers is a, the police do not have powers, right? Um, just they deal with people who have powers, and this literally everyone on the planet has superpowers, so it's just like not a big deal that they all have superpowers. Huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's the thing is like nobody's, and not, I guess not everybody has superpowers because there's just some people who use tech. Yeah. Because like the main There's the main something. Yeah, the main detective, she's like she's pretty much the trickster. She just has all these like toys that come to life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I want to watch that. What? <laughs> trickster character on TV, on any type of adaptation? Yeah. Why? He was just on the flash. It was pretty cool. You don't like Mark Hamill? I do. Ah. But no, the well the flash is cartoony enough where it works. Yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah. Well, you you know that he Mark Hamill was the trickster on the old '90s Flash too, yeah. which is he's which is great. So he appeared again in the new Flash, the new show. I gotta watch as that. the trickster. It's really good. I just I finished know. the I first watched, season. So what happened was I watched the first episode, the pilot, and I was yeah. like, oh, I gotta watch this. But in the pilot, he meets up with the uh, Arrow. Yeah. And I was like, oh fuck! Now my OCD is making me have to watch Arrow before I get to you it. Don't. So, I, so I started to. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, the first is- season of Arrow is tough to get through. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. is. And then I'm sorry. Then I was like, oh, I can't do it. I just gave up. I just gave up yeah. on the whole thing. Re- watch no. Flash. Flash is better, um, and you don't need to watch Arrow. And because I've only ever watched the first season of Arrow and had a hard time getting through it, like over the summer getting ready, because I think they're going to cross over more this next year. Yeah, so they cross like, over so a lot. I was doing the, oh, shit, OCD thing. I've got to go back and watch them <laughs> yeah. now. But I, so I've watched the first two seasons of Flash without having watched any Arrow, and it was fine. All right. Fairly fun. Yeah, it looks cool. But yeah, uh, top ten. I think it's a great pick. Top ten is on your top five, Matt. Hey, hey, number four. Sure, my number four is also another, uh, another graphic novel. This one's a Marvel one. Uh, this is a character that I really, really like, and I, I actually I know what it is. I actually love this story so much, though, and I think it as its own standalone movie would be amazing. Let me guess. Uh, Can I guess? Sure. Century. Yes. Boom. I've never read this. It, it, I have it. I'll let you borrow it before you go. It's cool. A, it's amazing. Um, so it, it's it's the novel's just called The Century. It's by uh, 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 Jenkins, and it's actually a, it says Stan Lee is the. Uh, well, everything's kind of everything. Has yeah, but it's <laughs> so weird. I don't. I don't think you wrote it. But yeah, it says. Oh, it says afterward by Stan Lee. It doesn't say who else. Who else wrote it? But um, so this book is um, it's really cool. And they also the cool thing about this book is they did a a viral real life campaign about it, right? So the angle of this story is that Bob Bob Reynolds, the Sentry, he he, uh, he doesn't know he's a Sentry, and he starts to remember that he is. Mm. So when he does that, it's because he's crazy, right? Yeah, he's he's off, and like they explain why throughout the book, but the uh. I don't know if this was um, always a graphic novel or a trade or if it had its own individual issues. I've never seen any individual issues, but yeah. the way they break down the story is that... So the premise of the, of, of the idea is that the Sentry is a Golden Age comic book character. He existed before all the current Marvel heroes, and pretty much what it is is the Sentry's going out and he's meeting up with all these heroes... And each hero, he like he meets up with uh, Reed Richards. He meets up with Spider Man, and each Spider-Man. hero, Spider Man, Irving, Spider Man, 
Right. So he's he's going there to warn them that he has a feeling that something bad is coming, right? Like really, really bad. And each hero tells their own story about how when they were little, they looked up to the sentry because he was like the first, like one of the very first like superheroes. Yeah. So it's like, it's really cool because it's like Spider-Man being like, oh man, I remember this, you know, like he's telling all these accounts of like how great he is all while this other story of like the sentry trying to warn or, you know, get a grip on what's going on. And it's got a really cool twist at the end. Do you think Peter Parker poked his balls? I don't think so. He's a little wisecracker. Uh, well, he's kind of a slapsticky dickhead. You have to admit, he is a little bit of a dicky dick. I wonder how that <laughs> dynamic would be. I what don't do, know. What do you? How do you think Stan Lee feels about Spider Man? Uh, p- probably pretty happy with uh, <laughs> how he's uh, done. I was for really him. hoping you would do your Stan Lee. Oh, the Spider Man. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I was looking for. <laughs> Hello, superheroes. Uh, <laughs> Spider Man. Spider Man. Well. I don't know. Uh, just waiting for Stanley to say something uh, bigoted at some point. <laughs> no, 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 uh, he's, no. They keep at. They keep fucking baiting him into these questions. He is really old, and he's very old, and he's gonna lose it eventually. <laughs> I remember when, like, in an interview, he found out Bobby Drake was gay, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be it." He totally <laughs> he's gonna lose it. Totally caught off guard, you know. And he was just like, "Okay, I guess," <laughs> you know. But like, I don't read comics. <laughs> right now, sit here and poop. Spider Man. Spider Man. Made of ice, um, whatever. But this book is amazing, and if it was a uh, its own standalone movie, it would it would play so well. Um, I, I I can't go into too much of it because I don't want to give anything away. But I feel like it'd be very Watchmen like. Yeah, it would be like pretty dark and gritty. But the cool, the cool uh, viral campaign that they did with it, which I'll, I can talk about, was so when this book came out, they promoted it as they wrote the book because when they were moving Marvel offices, they found an old drawing of this character. And then Stanley was like, oh, yeah, this was this character that I, I created and never did anything with. So then they wrote this book as the t- that timeline existing, as if he existed before Spider-Man. Yeah. So, you know, Spider-Man and all, all those people remember him as if the timeline synced up. And it was really cool. Sounds good. It's, it's super awesome. I can't, I can't stress enough. And when also, did it come out? When did Roughly. it? It came out. Because he was in Civil War. The Century? Yeah. No, he was in Wikipedia World War Wikipedia says Hulk. 2000. September 2000. Yes, 2000. Is he the one in the yellow? Yes. With the big, like, S? black like belt with S on it? S, yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I thought, I could have swore he was in Civil War. No, he is. As a, he's a xenophobe, and he was kind of holed up. Y- you were right, but this he that was World War Hulk. It was right after Civil War. Was it? Yes. Because they have to go convince him to go, nothing can stop the Hulk at the moment because he's so powerful and angry. They have to go plead with the sentry to go take on the Hulk yeah. and get him to leave his house. <laughs> I thought it was... He's not a xenophobe. He's a- agoraphobic. He's not uh, afraid of foreigners. Oh, xenophobe. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Same deal. He's a racist. <laughs> he's the most powerful racist there ever was. <laughs> um, but he's super... That, that'd that, be a great comic. I'd read that. <laughs> I probably yeah, would. would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the cool thing about the sentry, if you don't know the character, is he is the most powerful human uh, uh, in the universe, he has the whole thing is he has the power of a million exploding suns. Um, it's crazy. In the New Avengers storyline, he uh, and he's also like no bullshit. So Carnage, there's a there's a moment in the New Avengers where he's held up in a prison on his own free will, and Carnage Sentry, uh, yeah, Sentry is and Carnage is in, the, is in the same prison. Big prison break. Carnage gets out, starts killing a bunch of people. Uh, the Sentry, As Carnage does, right? The Sentry sees it, just. 
This is how powerful he is. Grab, just grabs Carnage, flies him into space, rips him in half, and just throws both pieces in opposite directions and just flies back. And then just... It's like it's it. no big thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's Good it. Call. But he's awesome. Sentry's great, and the character's awesome. Very cool dynamic. It's He's essentially Superman, except he's uh, agoraphobic and is afraid to leave his house. So he's like Hyperion. Hyperion's not afraid to leave his house. Well, besides that, but he'll do vile things if necessary. Yeah. Cool. That's my number four. Numero four. Yeah. All right. My number four. This is a little bit more. So you guys probably know this, and I, I imagine, Fro, you've read this one. It's Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. I, I actually gonna, haven't read it. I you thought you were going to uh, talk about Kathy. 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 Yes. Oh, her and her fucking homemade <laughs> crew neck sweater. Oh, very mainstream. Uh, <laughs> so Kingdom Come uh, by Mark Wade with painted art by Alex Ross. Mm-hmm. Ooh, an Alex Ross art, huh? Do you not know Kingdom Come? I don't. I know Ki- Alex Ross, though. Kingdom Come is like the big Alex Ross book. Yeah. Like okay. The, the one that. That made you know gets, he did Marvels for Marvel and then did this Kingdom Come thing yeah and it, then did like Earth X for Marvel. I've heard the storyline brought up to me many times. I have not read it. So it's again I, in the future. It's pretty definitive, right? Like it's a big book. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep. Um. So in Only the future, like four issues though, isn't it? It's it, but it's four big issues. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So in the future, Superman has retired because a new wave of heroes have come out that are very violent. And the public just wants their violent heroes, and they feel like there's no room for Superman in the world. And, and <laughs> okay, <laughs> and so it, you know, especially at the time that it came out in the '90s, it was like a commentary on like everyone wanted heroes like Spawn, and oh yeah, people just weren't and interested. Like they in wanted Superman. to watch ECW wrestling. Exactly. ECW. ECW. Um, so uh, Superman is forced to come out of retirement because the guy that kind of took over for him has destroyed almost all of Kansas in a crazy accident trying to fight some other villain. Not Kansas. Kansas. It's always Kansas. So Superman comes out of retirement. He's an old man with you know graying hair, and he's got a different S that's all black now. He looks like George Clooney. Does not look like George Clooney. What? <laughs> George Clooney will never be a superhero. I hate him. He was Batman. He was Batman. Exactly. I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> and um, it's it's kind of Superman has to. It, it's Superman kind of tries to show. That that his way does work in a in a world that has kind of moved on. Funny that you're talking about this, right? Yeah. Because of the Superman movie, and the big thing was how much destruction that he laid. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So keep going. Well, and it's I mean it's just, the the idea is this is like a classic Superman, and it, it's just as relevant now because Zack Snyder and what Zack Snyder and DC think the audience wants is a Superman that is not Superman, is a Superman that is this. That right. can break his villain's neck and that can that lays waste to a city and the only thing that can stop him from fighting Batman is their mom has the same name instead <laughs> of him just saying like like hey buddy I need your help like <laughs> Martha Martha <laughs> my parents are dead Martha uh, so yeah Kingdom Come so the artwork is incredible because it's all painted and it has this hyper realistic look some standout moments um, Superman fights Captain Marvel Shazam and they're both equally powered in the DC universe. Yeah. And it's this brutal fight between the two of them. Shazam! Shazam! And uh, so that's how he gets his powers, by saying Shazam. And Superman has a weakness to magic, and Captain Marvel's power is from magic. He's so got, what, the seven, six gods? Powers? S-H-A-Z-A-M, Solomon, Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, <laughs> Athena, Mercury. 
So wow. like powers of all those gods. You're going to have to fact check me on that one there. I'm not uh, 100% I'll believe you right. on that. It's close. Um, if anything, it, you got most of them right. Yeah. And um, so... The last one was actually Matt Bistany. Is Matt Bistany the god of <laughs> speed. Speed of Matt Bistany. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would be. The god of speed. <laughs> so... Um, and so in the fight, Shazam realizes that Superman's weakness and calls down the thunder to strike Superman. And that's how he defeats Superman is with the thunder of Shazam and the lightning of Shazam, you know. Um, Shazam! And then Superman finally stops him. And it's a great book. Huh. I got to check it out. Doesn't it? Isn't if he says Shazam, he just turns back into Billy Batson? Right. So he says Shazam, and Superman gets struck by the lightning and is knocked down, and then he says Shazam again and gets... But he like, Shaz- he's fast enough to get out of the way of lightning, so Superman is hit by it instead of Billy Batson. Okay. And so in the final time, Superman is fast enough to cover his mouth, and then he's done. Huh. See, that makes Superman sound cool. Superman is cool, su- man. Generally, Superman <laughs> just is the fucking lamest fucking thing to me. Yeah, he is. Oh, bitch. No. <laughs> You're the second person I've ever met that's like very into Superman. He, so Matt, into Superman. Matt is very into Superman. <laughs> I, I remember he tried to get me to read Superman comics. Hated it. I tried to read All-Star Superman. I could not do it. You're kidding. I, I hated it. All-Star Superman is so good. That's the thing. Okay, you Everybody loves it. If you don't like All-Star Superman, but you want a Superman that you may like, try uh, Superman American Alien. The collection comes out, I think, this month. Mm. It, it was... Um, like, I think it's going to be hardcover first, and then it'll be soft cover, soft cover. But you'll get it at your weed sock store. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Superman American Alien, it is the writer um, wanted to do a Superman story that was still a great classic Superman story, but be the opposite of All-Star Superman. Okay. And it's written by Max Landis, who is oh, a really? sc- screenwriter who wrote Chronicle. Uh, and, he did uh, other Wrestling Is Not Wrestling. Or wrestling Is Not Wrestling, yeah. He did that. Oh, that's and, him? Yeah. Yeah, a different artist for every issue. Mm. Um like and that. it's it's really really good. See, I like Superman when he's in team ups. I don't mind him when he's with somebody else. Superman alone is just so fucking boring to me. Why does he need to team up with anybody? <laughs> he doesn't need to. I he don't just, know why he does, but he, he just does. shows up to help out. In the most recent issue of Superman, there's like a two page spread where he just like shows up for every superhero and solves their problem, and then goes back home with his family. It's so <laughs> good. Yeah, I, saw, I just saw that panel on uh, Reddit. Oddly enough. Yeah, that's so funny. He shows up. He's like. Oh, good. This guy's been bothering me. He just disappears. Like, this guy right here? He's like, uh, yeah, that's him. He's like, all right, I'll bring him to jail. See you later. <laughs> it's literally what it is. <laughs> it's so good. I think it was, and they're all like, oh, thanks. <laughs> I think it was like he still has time to help everybody. Like, I think that was the overall. Exactly. Like, he's like on his way home after saving astronauts in space. He's like, oh, I got some free time to literally help every member of the Justice League solve their problem right now. Yeah. Except Batman. Batman was like, yeah. okay, fuck off, please. Like, I got this. You're ruining it. <laughs> You're ruining it. <laughs> All right. So, so that's my number four, Kingdom Come. Kingdom nice. Come. Uh, was that a movie or a TV show? I think you could do it in a movie. Mm. Doing it in a movie. Yeah. All right. My number three is going to be the Uncanny X-Force Marvel. Okay. What? Aren't they kind of doing that anyway, though? I don't, I'm not sure. I could be wrong. I thought they were. Uncanny X-Force? I think that's supposed to be doing an X-Force Maybe movie. not Uncanny X-Force, but X-Force well, just in general. Maybe. But this one revolves around Wolverine, Psylocke, Deadpool, Phantom X, uh, and Archangel. I may be forgetting one person. <clears throat> um, Billy Mays. With, and Billy Mays. <laughs> Why not buy more? <laughs> um, but anyways, so this has to do with... They're like pretty much a subsidiary of the X-Men who have to get their hands dirty and kill. Like That's what they do. So exactly what Kingdom Come is talking about. Right. Yeah. Or, or the Thunderbolts. 
Sure. Uh, I guess so. All right. To a degree. It's, it's the it's the X Men mutant version of the Thunderbolts, even though Deadpool's on both of them. That is true. Yeah. Um, so is Psylocke. Uh, no, I'm wrong. That's uh, Electro. Electro. Uh, but pretty much uh, Apocalypse, there's Kid Apocalypse, Evan, yep. who he's born, <clears throat> and they need to stop Apocalypse. Because generally, like, they're not going to kill Apocalypse. They're going to try to somehow, you know, dismantle him Trap or whatever. Him. But this is like, Wolverine's like, we ha- we can't fucking just let him go again. Like, we have to kill him. Uh, so he arranges all these people who are willing to do that extra step and to eliminate him. So they go and try to find uh, this kid because they know he's going to become the next apocalypse. And it's like, we need to kill him. And they have to keep it totally, like, hidden. Nobody on the X-Men storm can't find out that this is what we're doing. Cause she, I think, was running uh, the X-Men at the time. Or whatever version of the X-Men. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so, but this is just so gritty, and all their dynamics with each other are fucking incredible. Um, I don't know who wrote it. Oh, Rick Remender wrote it. Oh, Remender. Yep. Uh, not too sci-fi-y, but, you know, whatever, because that's his shtick. Yeah, I, I had heard someone say recently that, like, every super superhero writer actually, like, wishes they were writing in another genre, and Remender's is sci-fi, like, Brubaker's is crime. Yep. Uh, Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, no, mm. seeing I think seeing this just this team up would be really cool for movies cuz I want to see a good X-Men movie. There have been decent X-Men I movies. I want to see a really good X-Men movie. The Age of Apocalypse was really bad. <laughs> It's so boring. Right. Imagine like a two-hour just boring X-Men movie. Yeah. If you had told me that 20 years ago, I'd be like, "Yeah, right." <laughs> no way, man. With Oscar Isaac? <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't even think um Days of Future Past was that good. It was very decent. People yeah. people love it, but I yeah I thought uh, first class was better. Yeah, personally, um, I like first class. I mean, they yeah. didn't. I uh, they went more to the superhero shit in the second one, uh, Days of Future Past. But I don't know. I just felt like first class was. I think setting the it up Quicksilver, better. the Quicksilver section, yeah. makes it better than first class because that part was so damn good. Well, and that they, was he, that he was the best part of yeah fucking Age of Apocalypse as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, per use. Yeah. To make up for the useless Quicksilver in Age of Ultron. <laughs> Jesus. He's there just to die. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I think this movie would be fucking incredible because it would be so gritty. Uh, I want them to actually make it a superhero movie rather than like stray away from how, like, I don't know. I want it to look like a fucking Marvel superhero movie. Just put them all in the Marvel Universe. I don't know what people are doing. That's the thing, is I want this to fall underneath the Marvel Universe fucking banner, which it won't, obviously. Right. <clears throat> um, I, you know what? I I love the Marvel Universe banner, and I, I think it works really, really well, but I think X-Men is so huge that it's okay that X-Men is on their own as long as they can do spin-off X-Men. Like, it's cool that Deadpool works with the X-Men, you know, in those movies, and he references that. And I think that works because they're so big, but then you, you can't do Avengers X-Men. Right. You can't. Yeah, you can. You okay. couldn't put we'll throw Wolverine in the Avengers or anything. Or I think Wolverine and Spider-Man have good a good rapport. That's the... Uh, but they're both so big. I know, but that's the big rumor. The big rumor is that uh, Wolverine will be in Infinity. Really? Yeah. That would be crazy. He has a Well, he has a pretty big role in the story. Yeah, because yeah. he's the one that can fucking die and be okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that that's always been that's that's been the the deal of just but one one yeah. character. It'll be a new person though because Hugh Jackman is done. You can't He's not done. He, yes, he is, is that character. He's, he's done. Not. For so many people, he I don't know. 
I think I think Fantastic Four would be great in the Marvel universe. Well, yeah, Matt's been clamoring for Fantastic Four for so long. They need Doctor Doom. Well, who's who's the other big bad after this? Right? Right. What do you do? Go Doctor Doom. That's all you got. Get fucking uh fucking uh ah shit. What's his name? Oh, good one. (laughs) Oh, him. Oh, good call. You know what? I surprised I didn't think of him. And then and then you get Ah, after Doctor Doom with the Fantastic Four, you can do Galactus. Yeah, a real Galactus. Yeah. What's (laughs) the guy with the bell on his head? The bell, bell on his on head. His head. Yeah. It's like Doctor Bong. Doctor Bong. Doctor Bong. Did you get that at the weed sock store? No, I didn't get it at the <laughs> weed sock store. <laughs> I oh. Anybody out there listening, they who know who Doctor Bong is, you guys. I'm sorry that you guys don't. <laughs> yeah, I apologize too. He's got one big, huge like ball for a hand, and he fucking hits his head because his head is fucking bell. Oh, yes, he is. This <laughs> is real. He's not making this up. He's a Howard the Duck villain. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Dr. Bong would fuck stuff up. Okay? Yeah, sure. Whatever. It's kind of like the orb coming back in, uh, what's it called? Um, Original Sin. Original Sin. Huh? He was fucking pawned off as a joke. Boom. And he fucking fuck shit up. The, um, the hell were we talking about? Oh, yeah. Uncanny X-Force. Uncanny oh. <laughs> Yeah, I think it would be great. Psylocke, and I want to see Phantom X on TV, on, on, on a movie, because that character's really cool. He's like, uh, he's very Gambit-esque. So uh, really annoying and overrated. What? You like Superman. <laughs> I mean, I don't dislike Gambit. <laughs> he's just like, he's kind of one note, right? No. no, they don't show him enough. Who, Gambit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but his whole, like, any of his books, they're always like, yeah, little predictable <laughs> yeah well if they gave him a little more well even still i mean i, I like the character i like i like the books but they're always just like i gotta steal this thing <laughs> i'm a thief with a heart of gold and <laughs> and the ladies like me oh sherry yeah exactly sherry. he's kind of one note all right man whatever i'm Mo- moving along diddle your butt nonetheless and he can't diddle her butt because he'd get his power sucked out yeah it would right out into her butt all powerful butt Put a con. Yeah, you know what? I don't know why he can't nail her with a condom. Right? I guess it makes perfect sense. That little bit of skin contact, though. Just well, if his dick's long enough. <laughs> he just can't go balls deep. Is that right. what you're saying? Yeah, just a tip. I wonder if they have fucked with the condom. <laughs> it would work. What do you mean? You wonder if they have? They're not real people. <laughs> you mean, I wonder if <laughs> somebody looked that up. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Kenny X Force. That's not canon. <laughs> that's my number three. Okay, dokey. Matt. What? Can you tell me your number three, Bring please? us home. Oh, number three? All right, so my number three, Eels. Eels. This is, this is getting really hard. All right, I'm going to save this one for uh, honorable mention. So I'm going to go my number three, uh, Marvel storyline, uh, Maximum Carnage. I had a feeling you would do that. That's a good pick. It's a, uh, they haven't done Carnage in a movie yet. He is the- And they haven't done Venom well. No, they have not. I think so, those ca- characters are so hard to film. No, they aren't. Okay. <laughs> they have the te- we can. They have the goddamn technology. They just- yeah, I know, but I, I would like it to not look crazy fake. Okay, well, too bad. <laughs> I don't know what to <laughs> tell it's, it's never like it couldn't look real because it can't be real. Well, right? of course, that's the problem. I love when people go, "It's like it didn't look real." It's like you're right. It isn't right. <laughs> what What do you want? Guess what? Because people can't fly, and like flying people is never going to look really real. Right. <laughs> Did you, what do you think of uh, the Hulk and the Avengers? Do you think he looks? I good? thought he looked great. Yeah. Yeah. So they could do something similar. Yeah. Yeah, but they're so so moving. They're all their parts so like fluid. I don't know. I just think it would be very difficult to really get it down. 
without it looking like Alien versus Predator where you can't see them do anything because it's so much fucking switch cam. No. Anyway, so what Maximum Carnage is... Fuck me, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Yeah. It was this long storyline that went across many books and uh, essentially it's just Carnage just out on a killing spree. And uh, it's Spider-Man... Is, uh, is this the first time that they meet? I don't believe so, but I'm... I don't think so either, but uh, Carnage like enlists this like uh, little band of followers, and they're just all they're doing is they going on a killing spree. Superheroes or super villains? Yeah, it's like uh, what the hell's her name? She got like a star in her eye. Screech, shriek, screech, like screech, shriek. <laughs> yes, is it shriek? Yeah, yeah. No, Why does he enlist super villains? He doesn't because like, he's a bad guy. Yeah, and they just want to join up with him. Okay, well, I, w- I figured he was too crazy where he wouldn't do team ups really. He's kind of like Shriek and him kind of have like a Harley Quinn Joker relationship. Okay. Where he's just like a little, he's pretty mean to her <laughs> and uh, all that. Didn't she, should, couldn't she be too harmful for him? Does uh, she have Sonic like powers? I don't remember, to be honest. I feel like that's a weird team. What I do remember, oh, but the cool thing about this is that this is a team up. I think the first team up between Venom and Spider Man. Mm. Uh, this is like when Venom. Starts to try to learn to be good. a good person. Right, right after Lethal Protector, the Lethal Protector miniseries. You yeah, read yeah, that? yeah. Yep. So this is like Venom trying. nineties. <laughs> lethal Protector. Exactly. It's very uh, Spawn. It's very Tropic Thundery. <laughs> uh, With Hogan. Yes. <laughs> the uh, yeah, but no. This is um, like I said, this is uh, a, a lot of facets to this this is the this could be a great introduction of both venom and carnage uh, but if here's the thing if you're gonna do a venom in the marvel universe now you have to do carnage you can't introduce one without the other i mean not even, I, I, no, let me rephrase that you can introduce one but then to heighten the idea of it you have to then bring in the other okay because um, i think they could do like a venom in one and then in the next one honestly this would have to be like a four movie system <laughs> It would have to be get this way planned ahead. Intro of uh, intro of Spider Man, you know, first movie. I hope Kevin Feige is listening. Right, listen, Kevin. Um, you have him fight. I think he's fighting the owl in the first one. In Homecoming. Yeah, I think that's the villain. Is the really? Yeah, it's not Vulture. Vulture. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. You're I was, right. I was saying that scene was very obscure. No, it's Vulture. Um, second one, I would go right into. I'd go right into Venom. Right. You know what. <laughs> You know what they could do? Hold on. Let me finish my thing. Okay. Venom on the second one. Third one, Doc Ock. God, Doc Ock is so cool. Fourth one, real big bad. Did you say corny? Cool. cool. I love Doc Ock. Fourth one is, is Carnage, and then this is when Spider-Man has to then enlist the help of Venom, and then that's the big team up. And let's so Spider-Man's going to be in Infinity, and that's a big galactic thing, and that's where he could get Oh yeah, the symbiote. That's where the, the symbiote can, can yeah. be introduced rather than doing there. like a Secret Wars, right? Yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, that's what I would do. In the entire time, I would uh, because oh man, just imagine, imagine that's what happens, right? And then at the end of the third movie, with when he fights Doc Ock, uh, there's a stinger, and all it is is uh, just a uh, insane asylum, and just friggin' you know, state your name, and just one guy just goes, Cletus Cassidy, and Cle- then it just fucking my name Cletus, yeah, blacks out. <laughs> I would fucking punch he myself. He passes out? 
punch myself in the dick over and over again. In the theater, I stand up and scream and just fucking wail on myself. In your perfect seat at the IMAX. My perfect seat at the IMAX. That's right. Every goddamn time. Um, but Maximum Carnage is a cool storyline. Very big. Um, it is, like Matt said about the other book, about it being very 80s. This is very 90s. <laughs> yeah, big time. Uh, so if you can't get over that, then go fuck yourself. You know what? Like, uh, I think the 90s in comics is coming back, though. Because like the yeah. the people that were young in the '90s reading comics are now writing comics. So that's like, true. Like the Dan Slott Spider Man stuff, he's taking all of that, like the clone stuff that everyone thinks is like, okay, that stuff was stupid, <laughs> and is now making it cool. Right. You think so? I hear people fucking rip Dan Slott apart. No man, that Spider Man book I think is selling. I enjoy it. It's selling, but I think overall people are like fuck Dan Slott because <laughs> of other. Sh- I don't know. Shots fired. I'm not you know, out shooting it, but. Just what I hear, all the people online are like, Dan Slott is a fucking asshole. I met his sister. Okay. You hear that? You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> uh, Fro man. has met a human outside of this room. <laughs> What's your number three? My number three. Okay, so I'm going to call an audible. Okay. I, I think my number three might have been too, too Mad Pincenti, right? And uh, that no one else, everyone would be like, what the fuck? That's stupid. <laughs> okay. Uh, it was going to be uh, a, a, like a, a Superman story from 1992. <laughs> so I'm going to go with... <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with an image. Uh, it's now an image book, but was self-published. It's called Stray Bullets. Mm. Oh. Haven't read it. Stray Cats. Stray Cats. It's a lot like the Stray Cats, except <laughs> absolutely nothing like it. Oh, okay. It's, uh, so Stray Bullets is by this guy, David Lapham. He writes and draws it and publishes it himself, uh, except now he has Image published it, so he's like a one-man show. And it is a crime story set in the late 70s, early 80s. Um, so like a big, a big thing in the story was like, everyone's really excited to see the first Star Wars movie and, uh, every issue someone says cool beans. Oh, hell yeah. Cool Cool beans. beans. That's awesome. It's, it's super violent, super realistic, really gritty crime. Um, and this, it, it's, it follows a bunch of different characters that all interwave into each other's lives throughout the course of a decade. Mm. Um, and he's still doing it. He did it for, I don't know, he did it for years and years and years and then just stopped doing it and never finished the storyline. And then just came back recently. Just came back, yeah, uh, I would say maybe two years ago and, and is now doing new stories for Image. I haven't read this yet because it's so big already. Yeah, the huge collection is very big, but it's <laughs> the Uber Isles edition. It's really worth it. The first issue like ends with this little girl um trick or treating and getting the shit kicked out of her by four guys and she's like <laughs> left for dead on the street. Is is this the opening <laughs> scene to Double Dragon? <laughs> uh it's it's really really good. It's uh black and white. I think that's one of the big reasons why I didn't do it cuz I have a hard time reading like black and white comics. I yeah. enjoy. I think it it adds to the kind of grittiness and yeah. and um it's weird that black and white would add to realism, but, and it's cool just because it's just this one guy's crazy vision. And yeah. He just sits at home with his wife and just makes this weird, violent comic. Weird. <laughs> Son of a bitch creep. S- stray bullets. Stray bullets. Yeah, it's, uh, I keep looking at it. I think that's one of the reasons why I kind of like, ah, I'll get it to is it at very some thick. point. You, the first, I think the first four issues are available for free on Comixology. Oh. Uh, and probably on the Image website. And I'm, I promise you, you read the first issue and you're like, holy shit, I need to read the rest of this book. This is crazy. Yeah. I can't believe that they did this in a comic book. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I love stuff like that. Do you? Yeah, I like uh, like violence. I'm a violent man. 
I like to just get my hands dirty. I see. I I, I don't think I like violence, right? I, I'm not <laughs> a particularly big. Uh, but it's Come just here. it's so <laughs> gritty and real that uh, it it rings true, even though I don't know, because it's not like it's not like crazy superhero violence. It's like real street, right? Believable violence. Yeah, the kind you can relate to. People just people getting <laughs> shot in their uh, butts. Know, drug deals gone bad. Strippers. Ooh, now we're talking. Yeah, right down your alley, man. Yeah, show me a butt. I'll pull up a picture of a butt. Yo, she got a butt? Yo, she got a butt. No, it's uh, fine. I heard a, that a blue ass did not have a butt. No. We've never posted the videos from the live episode. <laughs> yeah, you know. Bro, are you, bro, are you pulling up a picture of your own ass? No. It's the it's the butt from uh, Bill and Ted. I imagine that. Oh, station butt? <laughs> I imagine that your ass kind of looks a lot like your face. Oh. What the hell happened? Covered the in shit. <laughs> <laughs> It's the beard. Covered in shit. <laughs> All right, what's your number three, bro? <laughs> yeah. What's your dingleberry nose? It's fucked up. Uh, that, actually, that was way meaner than it, I meant it to be. Yeah, bro, I, yeah, it was. No, no you're okay, no man. No disrespect. He's fine. Instead of boogers, he's got dingleberries. <laughs> picking dingleberries. <laughs> and when he blows his nose, it's diarrhea. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. And when he burps, he farts. <laughs> Got a breath mint for you, bro. Oh, God. This is great. I'd like to ask you a question. Number two. Number two. My number two is going to be a movie, not a TV show. This would have to be, Straight Bullets would have to be a show ah, cause on it's so HBO because it's really long. This one I could see being a movie, and it would be so vibrant, so fast, so brutal. <clears throat> my number two is Luther Strode. Oh, my God. It could never. It would have to be a indie movie. Only right. Re- it would be. <laughs> They would bring back the days of black market VHS tapes being passed It'd around. Be a snuff film, <laughs> more or Essentially. less. Essentially, uh, you tell everybody about that. I'm gonna go make a tinky. <laughs> You're gonna make a cucky. Mention my name, you'll get a good seat. If I was making a cucky, I'd smash her face into the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. Don't laugh. I have to leave. You have to carry this. I gotta pee. All right. That was funny her. though. That was that was a great fucking throwback <laughs> to fucking two minutes ago where you were saying my face looked like ass. <laughs> Bro, I've never read Luther Strode. Give me the <laughs> give me the rundown. Uh, Luther Strode. It's uh, written by Justin Jordan. Uh, actually, now that Matt's here, do you have anything uh, anything to say about Matt? Matt Matt is actually a very nice person. Yeah. you know what? He's a, he's no, been he's, your best friend for a long time. Too long, actually. You got, your friendship means is is like you know friendship is magic. Is that what they say? Friendship is magic. I think that's a My Little Pony nod. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, French friendship is magic. Um, and that's what me and Matt have. Uh, very magical. Your relationship um, warms my heart. Yeah, it definitely does. Oh, hey, buddy. You back? Oh. You from your- <laughs> I don't want to gross anybody out, but my pee smells like tuna. <laughs> tuna. That might be just the head of your dick. <laughs> no, it's like... Fishy. I should have not flushed and had you guys go smell it. <laughs> I don't think either of us agree with you there. It's amazing I have a girlfriend at all. My piss smells like tuna. All right. Uh, slap, slap a little mayonnaise Maybe on you that. got it from her. No. Well, <laughs> right? No, I don't think so. It's catchy. <laughs> Does she listen to the show? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> she, um, her friends listen, though, and they tell yeah. her when, when I mention things. Because <laughs> <laughs> one time she was like, uh, I heard that you talk about your sex life a lot. I was like, I really don't. No. And usually it's past poor experiences. <laughs> <laughs> not these current really good experiences. Yeah, right. The Mexican bush story. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Hot carling. <laughs> Anyways, Luther Strode. I haven't really talked about anything. We were just talking about you the whole time. I could hear you. I'm only one foot away. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than one feet. 
Uh, he actually peed in the same room that we're all sitting in. There's a sink over here. Right. Uh, Luther Strode follows this uh, kid who is kind of <laughs> Matt pissing again hey, in the we've sink. We've never turned the sink on on the show. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Not> first. <laughs> the sink is right here. That threw me off. Hey, you know what? What's the sink got to say? Matt, let's see what the sink says. Hey, thanks very much. Very sink. quiet. <laughs> we shouldn't mic the sink. <laughs> Some room mics in here. That's going to be a recurring character. <laughs> the sink. Like, it's like better than the dual jishin. <laughs> the dual jishin, <laughs> headline horse. The sink should have a list every week. We take pictures with the sink. <laughs> That'd be funny. Anyway, Luther Strode has to do with uh, this boy who gets bullied at school, and he's kind of fed up with it, and he's reading his comics, and you guys probably remember back in the day in comics, there was always like that fucking ad for like get stronger or whatever is like this Charles Atlas yeah shit like that uh, he came across uh, one of those in one of his comic books called the Herculean method so we ordered this book I think you've done you've talked about this character I have I forget why it's like top five characters possibly I, that, I think Matt probably threw him on his list because I do remember I did. yeah yeah um, brutal yeah because I've never read it but now that you're saying this sounds very familiar it's very over very the top. good it's only three graphic novels so not too long very fun very uh, fast-paced. But anyway, so he reads this book, whatever, and he gets stronger and stronger through this thing. And he is one of the few people who gets attuned to this book. And he shows up to school pretty much the next day, a fucking monster. Yeah. And the best thing about it is, like, he doesn't even notice himself. Everyone's like, what the fuck? And yeah. he's like, what? Yeah. <clears throat> and I never really understood this part. I guess I kind of do, but not really. Is he, like He's at school, and he sees everybody as, like, Muscle and blood, pretty it's, much. Yeah, I. They kind of they only glimpsed on that once. Yeah, but anyway, so uh, as soon as he pretty much gets the Herculean method, uh, the the book goes from you know ten miles per hour to one hundred and fifty miles per hour because right from there it's just action. Like shit goes crazy. People start dying. His like he comes across this girl who is kind of like a rebellious whatever. She's kind of a I don't know what she is, uh, but uh, somebody like attacks her, and he like fucking hammer fists somebody in the top of the head, and like their fucking head caves in, their eyeballs shoot out of their fucking face. Oh yeah! Like the imagery in this book is out of control. Uh, Trad Moore does the artwork. Trad Moore's artwork is so incredible. Please look up Trad Moore's stuff. Uh, but his stuff crazy, super uh, vibrant, bloody, gory, nuts, like. But the whole thing is uh, he's trying to find Cain of biblical proportions, Cain, because right. he's the, pretty much the first one to institute this. And they're trying to get this whole, like, they're better than actual humans, uh, people. And they can't die. They can't be killed. And they can just mutilate people. Um, and he's pretty much trying to track down Cain and eliminate him to get rid of this sect, if you want to call it. Yeah. Um, and it's just nuts. Like, if you just want to see action from the uh, first page to the last page... This is b- the book to do it, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. And I think in a movie, <laughs> I mean, like Matt said, is like you gotta get black market because <laughs> this is straight up the most violent shit you I've ever read. Sh- you know who should make this movie? Trauma. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only people capable. of Toxic doing Avenger it. and Luther Strode. <laughs> That's right. Finally, team up. <laughs> but like, it's it's too violent, really. To be this is a film that this is a book that's totally unfilmable, just because of. Yeah, you can film it just. It's just going to be red on the screen the entire time. <laughs> just somebody s- just squirting a. So you want this live action then? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. I don't know how they could do it. 
Uh, Channing Tatum would start as Luther Strode. All right. He would Channing all over your Tatum? Yeah. Oh, my Tate. Where's BWK to ask him how to pronounce that? What? Channing Tatum. I think that is how you pronounce it. Are you having a pronunciation problem? No, BWK doesn't know how to pronounce it. Oh. He says Tanning Tatum all the time. Tanning Tatum. Because he's got a little bit of dyslexia. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> I don't think he does, but he just can't pronounce his name. Do you think that BWK listens to the show when he's not on it? Oh, yeah. He definitely does. He yeah. needs to make sure I didn't say anything bad about him. <laughs> Have we yet? Uh, BWK has one ball. All right. Oh. There it is. You know, it's so like I know you guys and I know Dooley, um, but I don't know DJ and BWK. But from listening to the show, I feel like I know them, but they don't know me. So when I see <laughs> them places, I'm like, oh, man, it's. My friends, but they don't know me, and it's very strange. It's funny you should say that because BWK hates that. <laughs> really? He, oh, I, I shouldn't say he hates it, but it, it makes – well, if you know BWK – Which I don't. Right, but you know that he's a very <laughs> nervous soul. And the fact I get that, that from the show. The yeah. fact that people <laughs> might think that they know him but really don't doesn't make him feel very it's, comfortable. Well, it's, it's because – the converse, it's very conversational, right. right? And so you feel like you're part of the conversation. And then because I know everyone else, it makes it feel like I know him. But I was at, I saw this band, Fucko. Um, on their Fucko? S- Fucko. They're really, really good. It's a sick name. They, um, <laughs> at their record release show a couple of months ago. And uh, DJ and BWK were both there. Um, That's weird. It was very what? weird. And um, Who else was playing? I don't remember. Yo, Ticonderoga? I don't remember. But um, I don't know. They... And I wanted to talk to them so bad. I was like, "Oh, but I don't. I don't actually know you guys." So, uh, and I would hope I was hoping at least one of them would be here today. But no, well, they're not. Because uh, I will meet them one day. Someday you could probably meet them at the Christmas party. I like. I, I've you know they came to a glacier show once I think, and I like said hi, but I they don't know who I am. <laughs> I just know who they are. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that Matt is in the same band as Dooley. Yep, I totally and Ryan Trainer totally glossed over Trainer, that yeah. entirely. Yeah. They're still living the dream. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that. I, uh, it's just a lot of fun. It's a way to be. No, you're dreaming. It's a way to be creative. You're dreaming. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Ryan Trainer isn't. Ryan Trainer has done the. He's doing the whole homeowner marriage thing. But I still do the dreaming. <laughs> I will. I will relatively. I will admit. He's allowed out of the house once a week to, to do the dream. <laughs> and. Uh, yeah, you hear that, Ryan Trainer? You fuck. <laughs> he does. He's not listening. Um. But I uh, he'll listen because you're on the episode. <laughs> maybe he will. It's uh, it's so it's fun, and you know he always says, you know, it's his excuse to see his friends. It's, it's how he's allowed out of the house every week. <laughs> wow, huh? You better get out of that, he's, Ryan. <laughs> no, no. Remember, we used there. to be friends. He's gonna be so mad at me. I haven't seen him in so long. No, he's it's definitely my fault. One of the nicest, <laughs> n- one of the most amazing people I know. Yeah, unless you um want to go out to dinner and not <laughs> to a pizza or chicken finger place. Well. I'm also a, a very difficult to feed picky eater, so it's fine. Mm, the both of you deserve each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Luther Strode. Yep. All right, cool. That was a great number three. Great. What number two? It is, was huh? my number two, actually. Number two. Shit. Shit. Right, right, so number two. My number two. Oh, this is getting tough. This is getting tough. I wrote down so pretty much. I wrote down a bunch of stories, and I'm trying to just like pick which ones. Figure which ones your number two on the fly. Yeah, because I want to see if anyone mentions the other ones, uh, which really hasn't happened. I'm going to mention this one. This is a I already know where your number one is. No, you don't. I absolutely. If it's not your number one, I will be shocked. Now I feel like now you're making me self-conscious like I missed, <laughs> missed my own number one. I'm so mad right okay. now. That's fine. That's, well. like, that's like me with not picking Macho Man for the uh, fucking celebrity endorsements. Right. Well, I, all right. I put it this way. I think I know which one. I think I know what you think my number one is. Okay. It's not because I'm pretty sure it's already happening. Is it? I'm almost sure. 
We'll get when we get there. Okay. We'll 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 we'll, we'll do that. But my number two. I have okay? a feeling. I think I know what it is. Too, my number two is um, it's a DC storyline. It's a little new. Wow. And I thought it was really good. Batmite. It was Batmite. <laughs> the uh, Batmite book was not good. No, but the uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. I thought the story was really cool, and I think it would be a cool. They haven't done it yet, and it, that's the Batman Court of Owls. Court of Owls was awesome. It was very cool, mm. and it was very fresh. It was like a new, a new idea and a new group for Batman to yep. battle against. And the cool thing about it was the whole thing is that this this Court of Owls has always existed in Gotham, well before Batman. And it's really interesting to think about a group that operated in secret for so long, even under the watch of Batman. And he finally like discovers them, and it turns out they have this crazy thing where they like. They have this like uh, they reanimate these dead soldiers that are like super well trained and all that stuff, and it even the broke talons. off. Yeah, it, the talents and like it had its own book called the Talon for a little while, uh, which I don't. Th- I, th- I think it ended abruptly, right? I, I didn't read the spinoff, but I did. I thought it was pretty good, and I just yeah. remember it just stopped one day. Um, but Batman Court of Owls, I think, would be uh, a very cool movie. Um, I don't think anything Scott Snyder's been doing with Batman that would be the whole. You, if you've only read Court of Owls, you should read the rest of his run with Capullo, um, because yeah, yep. it, it experience like goes through the themes. The zero year stuff is really great. Um, I just um, so I, I lost interest a little bit when Commissioner Gordon became Batman, and I stopped. And so I'm fa- I'm that many issues behind, which is not that far. Right, that's almost to the end. Okay, yeah. Is he is Snyder still doing it? No, so um, Tom King is on the regular Batman book right now. For reference, for people who may not know, when we say Snyder, there is also a yeah, it's a different Snyder than Zack Snyder. He's the one that writes right. Scott Snyder. um, No, Snyder right now is doing a book called All Star Batman, and he basically picks a different villain each time and a different artist. Um, so right now they're doing Two Face with John Romita Jr., which is really good. Um, but Tom King is on the regular Batman book, and it's pretty good. Not as good as. Tom King does this other book called The Vision, which is incredible. Oh, on the Marvel? Vision, he's doing a Vision book. I yeah, fucking Visions. love that book. It's it's perfect. It's, it's a perfect book. So right now. good. Visions. No, just the Vision. Vision. The Vision. Yeah, it's his own book. You know the character of the Vision. Yeah, I thought it was Visions. No, I think it's just called the Vision. But uh, yeah, it's Vision. He's got a family. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I was, I so know. good. Great pick. Yeah, yeah. It's my number two quarter vowels. Uh, great storyline. Very big. Pretty long story too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Um, very in depth. Uh, goes into the history of Gotham. It's pretty neat. Live action, movie, live TV. Action. Definitely live action. action. Yeah. Um, so my my number two is also Batman. Okay. I'm not a huge Batman fan, um, but there are a, a couple of Batman stories that I really like, and I, I think... Um, so this one is uh, The Long Halloween. Oh, ah, excellent. Hell yeah. Loeb and Sale. I think... I love it. We've seen a lot of Batman I got adapted. An autographed copy of that book. Do you? Mm-hmm. Really? I have a hundred Who autographed it? Autograph Tim Sale. He's great. Yeah. And but um I think what we haven't seen on screen is Detective Batman. Yes. That is true. And uh, I think Long Halloween is the perfect example of Detective Batman. It's so good. It's a great whodunit kind of murder mystery. That is the book that I, when I was working at the stores, was like, that was the Batman book that I tried to sell the most. I'm like, this is the perfect whodunit yep. story. It's better so than good. Hush. It's better than, I think it's better than year one. Mm, it's different than Dark Knight Returns. I, don't, I wouldn't say it's better, but... Um, it's not very detective-y, though, right? Right. I'm just saying this just is, Batman in general. This but. is the straight-up detective Yeah, book. it's great. And it, it covers basically everything you need from Batman. Yep. I would love, love to see. 
I don't know if Affleck could do it. Um, but I think you need a Zac Efron for this one. Zac Efron. What is it with you? He's right behind <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, that is Zac Efron, isn't <laughs> it? I always picture him as a blonde. Uh, nope, he's like that. Yeah. So anytime we, I reference a celebrity, it's usually Zac Efron to do something or Channing Tatum. Right. Uh, mainly Zac Efron because he's literally uh, right there staring at us the of whole course. time. Yeah. Hmm. I th- it really feels like he's looking right at me. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm looking at you. No, not you, Zac Efron. Oh. <laughs> Oh, is that why you keep mentioning me? I didn't realize he was over my shoulder. I was just like, what the fuck is this Zac Efron we, stuff? It's the friggin' picture I, of Zac Efron. I gotta get rid of these fucking posters. <laughs> where do you, where do you, why do you have that? Because Brian yeah. used to live, used to live down, down here, and all his posters all over the There's wall. There's a Scott Pilgrim poster when I walked in. I'm gonna take that home. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Can I? No. Unfortunately, if, no. If he didn't love Scott Pilgrim, yeah. I'd say I, sure. Man, do I love Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim, man, that would have been on the list if it wasn't already done. <laughs> right. That's a great one, too. Right. All right. Um, but yeah, so like I was saying, Long Halloween, they've done a lot of Batman, but not Detective Batman. DC, I love that. Pick. DC does a pretty good job with, like, DC is hard to do for this because they animate all of their stories. And, I know. And so I was like, shit, I, can't, I got nothing left to pick. <laughs> uh, but Long Halloween, they have not done and is amazing. How would you want this? Live action? TV show? Movie? It's so... A police procedural? <laughs> I think, it, you know, they could do it in Batman the Animated Series style. Um but it would have to be a, a, like a movie, not like a show, because it does have a definitive beginning, middle, end. Yeah. Like Mask of the Phantasm style. All right. But that's what I would do. <laughs> but it could be, I would, live action. Um, it, it's it, The thing is, he's, he's not like the rubber suit Batman, right? Like rubber suit Batman wouldn't, it wouldn't make any sense. He's right. cape Batman. And right. I think animated series does the cape hiding in the shadows really well, better than the movies did with the big rubber suits. Right. That's very true. There's not really much stealth. In the movies. Stealth. Now no. that I think about it. No. Nope. I never actually thought about that. It's Swear a very different Batman. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's my, that's still my parents favorite. are dead. That's still my favorite line Man. from all of the Batman movies. What is it? I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing hockey pads. So, it's so funny. <laughs> that's the difference between you and me. Batfleck. I'm not wearing hockey pads. I'm not wearing fucking hockey pads, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm not wearing hockey pads. Ken. Dude. Hey. All right, all right, Fro. Great pick. Oh, Anyways, so now we're on number ones. Yeah. We're on the number ones. House Matt, cleaning. Clean right, the shit. All right, if you like the show, support the show. Go to patreon.com slash top five of death where you can support us uh, by donating $5 or more. And you, if you do that, you get access to our weekly bonus show called What's Goofing, uh, where we talk about uh, our current news stories of the week. We call them Goose. You can also join us at facebook.com slash top five of death where you can uh, participate in some discussions and have some fun with us online. And you can always follow us on Twitter and Instagram, both at Top Five of Death. It wouldn't make any sense to follow you on Instagram since it's never updated, but it's there. <laughs> Ooh, wow, what a bitch! Throw's <laughs> been uh, updating it. No, I haven't. Not lately. No, not at all. Well, you motherfucker. <laughs> um, and if you want to like the show on iTunes, that's a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can give do us that. reviews yeah. on iTunes. Oh that's, yeah, keep doing the, the thing. Things. Somebody else said they 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 started doing this. Give us a five star review and then roast us. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we want. If you have anything bad to say about me personally, yeah, just roast the hell out of us. But just give us a five star. And review. you can email it to me. You can call me at my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put my phone number on the show just to make BWK stress. Oh, he. That's a bad idea. I know some people <laughs> that will definitely take advantage. They of that. will call me. Yeah. Really? Hey, if you want to do it, I won't stop you. <laughs> I think that'd be hilarious if I had fans of the show calling, telling me that I've ruined the episode. If that's what you want, they'll do it. 
Matt, I got a, a fan death, by the way. Or, sorry, fan uh, list. A fan list. Oh, a fan list for this show. Yeah. Okay. No, for the other show. Do, 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 do. Shut up, shit face. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and read this. Okay, go ahead. This is coming from Lindley. This is actually, oddly enough, my girlfriend. She was supposed Wait, to be- you have a girlfriend? <laughs> Shut up, asshole. Wow. She was She was actually going to be on this episode, but unfortunately, scheduling uh, couldn't make it so. Does she know that you have an ass face? She unfortunately does because she- Arse face. Because she, uh, yeah. I don't even want to talk about Preacher. Uh, anyway, so number five, X-Men Messiah Complex. Uh, for the love of God, if someone could just do an X-Men arc right without butchering the characters, I'd pee my pants. Pee pants. Oh, pee pants. Number four. So she wants to pee her pants. She does want to pee her pants. Uh, I stress that she doesn't. Uh, number four, Bitch Planet uh, from Image. Uh, give me a Grindhouse-style movie of women going batshit crazy and fighting. I like that book. I don't care who's in it. I just want Tarantino to control it. <laughs> uh, the idea behind the story is that you're in a dystopian future where women who aren't com- compliant to men are sent to a prison on another planet. Some ladies are violent. Some are just there for a slight disrespect to men. Uh, a team of these prisoners are entered into a worldwide televis- uh, televised game, which ends up being just a struggle to survive. I think Tarantino could take the comics characters, flesh them out, and turn it into a fucking fantastic film. The book would be better if they can get it out on time. <laughs> so, so, it's always so late, and then I'm like, I haven't read this book in three months. I don't even know what's happening. It's true. Uh, number three, Sex Criminals. Uh, John Krasinski and Runa Mari. Uh, Runa Mara. Uh, Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Uh, just for a quick pick on who might play them. Two people that can't stop uh, that can stop time by having sex is incredible. I think I this was gonna, this was an honorable mention. I don't think they could film this. They couldn't do it. <laughs> uh, probably not because like you can't show like female orgasms in movies. It's rated NC seventeen. So like. And the movie's about the the comic is about female orgasms. This would be TV. You could do that. You could do a uh, female orgasm TV. Oh, I'm having an orgasm. <laughs> so that's, that's all I got to do. <laughs> that, is that what they sound like to you? Yeah. Well, that's all the ladies that sound like to me. Yeah. Like, what, what about, I'm having an orgasm. What about when Harry met Sally? Wasn't she having an orgasm in the restaurant? That was a fake one though. Oh, uh, was it? I never saw the movie. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, uh, two people that can stop time by having sex is incredible. Oh, I wish she's having. There's another book they can't get out on time, but that book is hilarious. Uh, they're not Bonnie and Clyde per se, but more Robin Hood-esque. Uh, they're more of a Robin Hood uh, Robin Hood-esque duo. And the fact that you can laugh at... Oh, my phone shut off. Did we pick New someone phone. that can't read to read this on purpose? <laughs> hey, shut up. And the fact that you can laugh at each other and sex is great. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I guess they are making this into a show. Oh, he just yeah, so uh, the the writer so the writer of this Matt Fraction his wife writes Bitch Planet and they have a TV production company um so they're now getting comics made into TV shows. Ah, uh, yeah, it's at the very end side note just realized they were making this into a mo- uh, do a show and have a plot written. Huh. Uh number 2, pilot. <laughs> it does say pilot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was such a a dick correction move on my part. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's fine. I'm used to this. Uh, number two, Rumble. Uh, a warrior lost his body literally this book ages is also ago. really great. Your girlfriend sounds really cool. What's her name? <laughs> Lindley. You shut your set. You shut up. Is that her name? Rumble is so good. It is good. Uh, a warrior lost his body literally ages ago. Takes over an eight foot scarecrow and goes on a mission to get it back. Oh my god, a scarecrow! I'm yeah. on board. Uh, I. I think I bought this for... Oh, I, I no. got this for Guido. Oh, fuck him. He smells like shit. Take it from Guido. He's not going to read it. He can't read. He can't even talk. It's true. <laughs> uh, ridiculous, fun, and brutal. Uh, three-legged dogs, big and tiny demons, a few humans that have no clue what's going on, but get dragged into the fold of it all. I'd be down for a good animated film, but it would be uh, mm. pretty sick to see it live action. I can see this as a really cool, like, kind of claymation, uh, like... Uh, <laughs> that would be awesome. 
what's it called? Uh, stop Coraline. Motion. Like a Coraline, yeah. 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 Stop motion. Yeah. Well, Coraline is the word. Yeah. Stop movie. motion. Yeah, stop motion. Whatever. Claymation also works. Okay, stop motion. <laughs> and number one, Transmetropolitan. Uh, Tim Roth as Spider Jerusalem. Uh, with the politics... Now uh, that they've done Preacher, I feel like this is it's just a matter of time before they do Transmet. Right. Uh, with the politics uh, shit show that's happening all around us here, this could be pretty relevant, even though it's one of the older picks on my list. A reporter that doesn't want anything to do with the world around him ends up forced back into the city and trying to draw attention to all the horrible things happening. Plus, he uses a bowel disruptor gun to make people shit themselves. Poopy poop. Number one pick. Okay. That's uh, that's that. That's a good list. That's like a really good list. Yeah. Good job, Lindley. Great job. Number Anyways. Number ones. Number one. <clears throat> so my number one. If you didn't see this coming, you have never listened to the show. Oh, God. <laughs> Snowflame. Thank you very much. Number one is Snowflame in anything. <laughs> <I was> joking. <laughs> Snowflame oh, should be no. made into a movie. Do you have an actual pick? No, of course not. <laughs> no, not this was Fro's so big moment. <laughs> my number one is Snowflame. It we says were, it right here on my list. We were so this show was so serious. All right, we're doing such a good job. Yep. And Snowflame. This is the greatest comic book character to ever be created. Okay. And I want to see him in anything. How many times has Fro used Snowflame as his number one? On this goddamn Way show. too many. I think maybe at least four times. Could we do like a snowflame moratorium? <laughs> like? Yeah, we probably should, but... No, 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 no. Noratorium. People people like to send me snowflame stuff. They sure do. And by that, you mean ship you cocaine. <laughs> no. That doesn't sound very edge, bro. Yeah. Yeah, well. <laughs> I, gotta, uh. I gotta live the bit. Oh, God. Better than a fart. So anything else about Snowflame? What do you need? Is there something that we don't already know? Because we... Yeah, you've heard it all. Yeah. How fucking good would this be on TV? Not that good. How great would it be <laughs> not, on a movie? Not great. What are you talking about? Some dude who fucking... It, it'd be like Scarface. It's called Narcos, and it's on Netflix, and it's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? I'm going to start watching Narcos, though. Narcos is awesome. All right. Do people <laughs> set people on fire by uh, Snow yes. and Coke? All right. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh. I'll have to start watching very, Narcos. Very weird. You know, that'd be a great Netflix show. Snowflame. Well, fuck you guys for not uh, enjoying Snowflame as <laughs> much as I Thanks for that. Do. Yeah, uh, fuck me, right? Yeah, fuck you. All right, Matt. My number... W- all right. So I'm going to say what my number one is, and then we can both at the same Should time... Should we say it at the same time? Okay, yeah. You know, why don't we do that first? Okay, ready? All right. Three, two, one, Planet Hulk. I was going to say World, 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 World War Hulk. All right. Planet Hulk yeah, is the same thing, yeah. Yeah. When you hit when you hit that P, I was like, oh, that's not what we're saying. The same oh, yeah, thing. World War Hulk. Sorry. I meant World War Hulk. No, I it's believe... the same thing. I, I think that is the plan. I think that is the the single Hulk movie is going to be World War Hulk because they haven't been able to do a good single Hulk movie. No, so no. I'm surprised they, that hasn't really already been like kind of in motion. Another Hulk movie. Well, he's well, in Ragnarok. Like the, yeah, right. But for him to not have another solo movie yet seems kind of weird since you know Thor already has two movies underneath the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe banner. Right. Captain America has three. Iron he's, Man has three. I don't think he's as easy to do. Is I don't remember which one. And he doesn't have a lot of great villains. Hulk no. is Hulk, or is it Incredible Hulk the one that's underneath the Marvel banner? I think technically they both are. No, I don't think the one with because uh, because one of them like the first kind one is of not. references the other one in a vague way, right? And also General Ross is right. in it now. Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah, that'd be sick. Uh, anyway, Hulk. I think that's. I believe that's the plan. So hopefully. Just to hoping. So then what is your actual number My one? My actual number one is the 
Annihilation Saga. Okay. Uh, okay. All right. Just, well, uh, moving on. Moving on, I guess. Bizarre, uh, Matt, give us your number one. The Annihilation Saga um, is a very, very big story uh, that incorporates all, um, all of space Marvel stuff. Um, and I think they could potentially touch upon it with the Guardians of the Galaxy because Star-Lord is a huge, huge character in this. Um, pretty much what happens is uh, Annihilus crosses over with uh, just through a hole in uh, space. One of my favorite things about comic books is the names like that. Annihilus. Annihilus. <laughs> On the Annihilation Saga. I don't Doctor, know if I've read all Doctor of Doctor Doom. Uh, I, I read the whole thing. It's Apocalypse. really, really cool. And, then you, you know, sometimes you'd hear people say, like, oh, man, no one would ever be named Annihilus if they're the villain. But then you'd also say, oh, man, the fastest man alive wouldn't have the last name Bolt. That's just too on the <laughs> nose. But wait, oh, shit. He was Usain Bolt, yeah. Um, but it's um, it, it's cool because it's like uh, it's a lot of people uniting against a common enemy. It's pretty much what it is, like Thanos and, uh, you know, Star-Lord working together. Um, Ronin and all them, like all these people putting it, like setting aside differences because this annihil- annihilation wave is just running through the universe and it's just destroying things. It's too, it's too big. It's the whole point is like Annihilus is, uh, his people are all hive mind, so he can essentially control millions of creatures at the same time uh, and just sends them all, at the, you know, it's just an overwhelming. Horde. It's it's pretty much what it is. It's 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 a strength in numbers type of thing, and they're just going through the universe, eating and destroying and ravaging the entire thing. Hmm. Um, it's pretty crazy, and like I said, it, it's uh, a lot of characters in it, um, like uh, like Moon Dragon and like Philavel, and all, all these the cosmic. Characters. Yeah, all these cosmic characters that don't ever really get big stories. Um, are they get like a, a nice showing? There, Super Scroll is in it. Pretty awesome. See, I don't Love know. I, I, I can't tell if I actually read this whole thing because I don't remember anything with Moondragon because I thought I downloaded all of the Annihilation Saga stuff, but I didn't love it, and I don't know if I didn't have all of it. You probably didn't have all of it, uh, but then it also has like a bunch of Heralds of Galactus in it, and like it's just... I like it because it's of... Like the flame guy, right? Yeah. The, it's got like the baton or whatever. Yep. Um, but that's the reason I like it so much is because... Like the scope. Yeah, like the, sc- the, the scope of it is so big, and like a lot of these characters that are like these offshoot characters that don't get these big stories are like world blowing up level power creatures, like people. And you, that's why you can't. That's why you don't see them so much on Earth. Is because they're too powerful. So it's 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 really neat to finally see them in a story big enough that you know they're not these like you know deciding factors. So, I think it'd be really cool. I think it would be its own entire <laughs> run of movies with the Guardians. Like, it, I, I would, I would love it. I think it'd be really badass. You like it because he's purple mm, and green nice. too, right? He is purple and green. That's <laughs> yeah, true. That's one of your. I don't think you really realize that you seem to love those characters. I do. Purple Lex, Lu- Lex Luthor is purple and green. He's a good character. Yeah, it's a good character. All right. Good All right. Good Matt. Matt. Finish this off. Sure. I didn't realize that. Going this way would mean that I'm dying and the show. <laughs> the pressure's on again. Don't so, fuck it up. You know what's really funny is uh, Matt and I both p- 
picked big, huge, cosmic number ones where you picked fucking Snowflame. That's fucking cosmic, okay? <laughs> yeah, okay. Trust me. Uh, so my number one is a Crisis on Infinite Earths, the biggest DC comic story in the history of DC comic stories. In 1987, they were like, oh shit, our stuff is too confusing. <laughs> oh yeah, they had to reset, right? Let's reset. We'll have every parallel Earth come together uh, to fight the anti-monitor this big universe destroying not just universe but par- like destroying every parallel universe right. all at the same time they've got superman from earth 2 superman from earth 1 lex luthor from earth 3 and superboy from earth prime three more times after not exactly <laughs> <laughs> do you want to fight about <laughs> um, but uh, let's talk about convergence for a little bit i do not want to talk about convergence <laughs> but um so it's it's huge 12 issue maxi series and it's like the biggest thing that they've ever done. A lot of uh, spin-off books, tie-ins, everything. It's it was the biggest thing they've ever done. It's the like the like when big crossovers. It was like the thing that started the big crossover thing. You know, huh. this isn't what started New Fifty Two, right? No, no, no. This was in eighty seven. Okay, so it's what started the thing before the thing that started New Fifty Two is Flashpoint. Ah, oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, and and they've done sequels to this Infinite Crisis and then Final Crisis. Infinite Crisis is also really good. Final Crisis is good if you like Graham Morrison, which I do. Um, the the guy who does the art for Crisis on Infinite Earth, George Perez, can do dozens of characters and make them all look like different people versus like you know a bunch of the same face with different hair and, di- and different right. costumes. Uh, he does that really well. It has every character basically that's ever been. They kill Supergirl. They reset everything, and everything is set from the ground. What's, what starts art. this? So there's a guy called the Monitor who watches everything, kind of like the, the Watcher, Watcher, right? right. <laughs> uh, and <Weird>. he is, <laughs> sees a, this character called the Anti-Monitor who is just destroying universe by universe and just going through. And so the Monitor is like, whoa, this is bad, and pulls a bunch of supermen and random characters to defeat him. And the way they defeat him is they, the the destruction that's caused by that ends up destroying the rest of every universe and so there's only one earth moving forward called new earth versus there being like an earth one an earth two an <laughs> earth s so that's like secret wars as well right yes yeah, similar to secret wars yeah secret wars is almost the same thing because it was literally now it's all this all these but there was no there was together. no like dude to fight like to in what cause, in secret wars right because like like Doctor Doom was like a, the big bad guy in that, and, yeah. And but he was he didn't cause the universes all to come together. He Correct. was just like he was the only guy who could save it. Doom's the shit in that. He's, ah, yeah, he's awesome. When he rips out Thanos's like like yeah. holy shit, fine. I was like <laughs> that was the best moment that made this series worth it. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was another timely one. Yeah, I'm assuming you liked waiting for that if you actually read it. Oh yeah, I did, and it took forever. But <laughs> I know they uh, had they had. Books post that story out before the story ended. Yeah. That was so bad. Well, it's tough. Dumb. But um, but yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths, it's quintessential DC. Uh-huh. Who's right. the star of that? Who who killed it in that uh, for you? Superman from Earth 2. Of course. Superman from Earth, Earth 2. Earth 2. And Lex Luthor from Earth 3 was really good. All How do you right. keep track? You just, what do you mean? You can do it. How do you know who Superman Earth 2 is? So Superman from Earth 2 is the Superman from like the 40s, so he's much older. He's married to Lois and retired. Uh, Superman from Earth 1 was like the 70s Superman. Lex Luthor from Earth 3 is um, a good guy because in Earth 3 everything's backwards. 
where like Superman is Ultraman and he's actually a bad guy. Yeah. Um, Superboy Prime is from the idea is Prime Earth is our Earth where we read about superheroes as a, in comic books, <laughs> and um, and he read about the superheroes as a comic book. Turns out he was and his name is Clark Kent and he used to get made fun of in school for being named Clark Kent. That's so funny. And then turns out oh he's named Clark Kent because he crash landed on earth and his parents when they adopted him they're like oh that's funny let's call him Clark Kent and he has superpowers that he realizes you know as a teenager. That's a big pill to swallow. (laughs) (laughs) And but then in Infinite Crisis he becomes a villain and he's a great great villain. Superboy. Superboy Prime. SPB. No, that's BP. <laughs> You're really killing this episode, bro. How about you just kill it then? Maybe I will. Is that everything? That's everything. You want to run down any of uh, real quick? Oh, your, yeah. Uh, I get so many. He just unraveled a scroll to hit the floor. <laughs> <laughs> so Secret War was uh, the original Secret War because I like the idea of br- like a good way to bring in Venom. And, uh, um, and then yeah. going on, Spider-Man. I really dig Spider-Man 2099. Yeah. The original Peter David stuff. For X Men, God loves, man kills. What's um, that one? It's old. <laughs> That's all uh, I need to know. <laughs> whatever happened to the Man of Tomorrow is one of, is the Superman story by Alan Moore that I mentioned. But it would be hard to do because it relies on like thirty years of Superman history before it for it to make any sense. <laughs> it's always a good way to write. <laughs> yeah, because he because it's basically the idea is it's a final Superman story that they did right after crisis on infinite earth to like finish off the old 70s Superman to bring in the new 80s Superman. Hmm. And so they were like, all right, let's have all the villains he's ever fought come back in such a, in a really cool way. And right. Alan Moore is obviously really great. Um, sweet tooth. You ever read sweet tooth? It was going to be on my list. It's really good. <laughs> uh, I love Jeff Lemire's artwork. Uh, Yusagi Yojimbo, which is the, the bunny rabbit samurai. He's crossed over with the Ninja Turtles before. It was really good. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, American Virgin, uh, Deadly Class. Ooh, ooh, Deadly Class would be good. DMZ, East of West, Morning Glories, Rachel Rising. I think any like image thing. Yeah, especially really the good. stuff they're doing now. Everything they do now. Do you know what I'd love? Copperhead. To, I you know what I'd like to see as a TV show? Nailbiter. Yep, Nailbiter would be a great TV show. Good because I mean they're putting out all those horror shows. That one. The uh, only thing I I don't like about the current current image books and stuff like it, it just feels like everything is written. So that it can be adapted, right? right? Like, <laughs> like everyone's like, okay, that's where the money is. I'm going to write something that I know that will be optioned, and I'll be able to make a bunch of money, right? But that's okay. Yeah, I'd, I'd like, like to see. Uh, sorry, I'd like to see Airboy turned into uh, anything, which is just these two comic writers that are very meta. Sex with the trans prostitute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, these two comic book writers that uh, their character comes pretty much to life, and they're involved in this world, and they get transported to all this shit. Huh. That's a cool book. What, what do you want to uh, see, Matt? Southern Bastards. Uh, it is coming. It is turning into a TV show. Oh, is it? Yeah, that got pulled off my list. Damn. Damn. I'm like, I only read the first two volumes of the trade, but uh, it was good. All right. All right. Let's end. This I'm going home. Nightmare. Fuck this. I've been here for too long. Fuck <laughs> you. All right. Thanks for listening to the show, and as always, smell you later. <laughs>